Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I am Dr. Kim Duramo, and I'm going to be sharing today about Is Your Mind Making You Sick? It's Not All in Your Head. Um, the main premise of this is how your thoughts affect your body. And when most people hear about this, they tend to think, oh, that means I'm making myself sick. That means it's my fault. But this is not actually what's happening with this understanding. In fact, most of the thoughts that are coursing through the body are subconscious and they're not yours at all. So I'm going to share today about the science behind this, how our thoughts are creating our health, impacting our health, impacting our cells, um, and the study of psychoneuroimmunology, which is basically the study of how your mind and body are connected and how your body heals itself. This is what I call mind-body medicine and is what I've been practicing for the last 20 years or so. And I'm really grateful to be able to share this um, with so many people through Mind Body TV, through our Embracing Health work, through my book, The Mind Body Toolkit, and bring much more awareness to this um, really profound science that shows how much power and healing capacity we actually have and how to activate it. So welcome. I'm so grateful to have you here. I would love to hear where you're tuning in from. You have Mary... Mary Kay from Southern California, Heidi from Colorado, Sue and Mark, hello, from Victoria, BC, Kim from North Carolina, Kelly, hello. Uh, we have Clunster from Germany. We have Washington State, Tammy Miller, hello. Jimbo, hello, how are you? Victoria Huntington Beach, California, Kelly and Cape Cod. Um, Sarah, hello from Minnesota, Chicago, Switzerland, Daniela, hello, Norma, Patty from New York. Thank you for covering this topic. I keep blaming myself for my physical symptoms. Yeah, that is like, don't even want to go near that. That is not what's happening. I did the same thing many years back when I was um, having a very severe autoimmune disease. So yes, Croatia, hello, Simon from Berlin. Hello to Hans from Austria. Wonderful to have you here. Lady Faye from Napa, California. All right, I will continue to watch the uh, comments coming in. So thank you for uh, sharing where you're from, who you are, any thoughts that spark as we are going through this content today. Okay, so the first thing we want to understand about the mind and about the thoughts is that it's really not about what's in your head. The mind and the neural networks that are creating and processing thought, actually the consciousness, is enmeshed throughout your body. You have brain cells, neurologic cells, creating and generating neurotransmitters throughout the gut, throughout the heart, throughout all these areas of the body, and they are actually thinking cells meaning you're not conscious of what is going on there, but they are creating their own thought and their own transmission transmission, and their own messages. And in the study of psychoneuroimmunology, we're seeing how those 
neurochemical messengers are impacting the immune system and creating either strong, robust, healthy, resilient, functioning immune system or the opposite, weakened, tired, sluggish. Um, we've also seen in the last 20 years since the advent of psychoneuroimmunology back in the 80s, and more recent research has shown uh, in the last 20 years or so that this also very strongly involves the endocrine system, that that is also not separate. These are all the same thinking cells, sending neurotransmitters, sending thought and messages that affect every cell in the body. So in fact, although we learn in medical school, there's your nervous system, there's your immune system, there's your endocrine system, they're all totally separate. They are in fact not separate at all. These thinking cells are always working like records playing in the background, creating the transmission and the messages that match those subconscious programs. So it's really interesting because we see in the study of psychoneuroimmunology that when people hold old traumas or fear thoughts or ideas about themselves, like I'll never make it, I've got to work harder, or I'm not good enough, I have to prove myself. Um, that it not only affects their actions and behaviors, but this is a continuous background record playing, sending those cellular messages that either create health or create disease. And in this case, with that programming, it directly generates the inflammation, the suppression of the immune system, and the stress hormones that are the underlying basis and foundation every major chronic illness most people are dying from now. So when we consider that aging process and well, after you turn this many years old, stuff starts to fall apart. You have no energy, you degenerate. It's not actually the whole picture. It's that the longer those records keep playing in the background, the more degeneration and the more physical shows up in illness, right? So you've got over the long term, all of that degenerative neurotransmission, endocrine transmission, immune transmission, and signaling will eventually lead to physiological, physical manifestation of disease. We don't need to wait for that to happen to change these programs. We can do this right now. And that is really the basis of the work I'm doing in mind-body medicine, is to bring resources. We have the my body toolkit, one of my favorites. And when I wrote this, it was really to put together everything I'd learned about psychoneuroimmunology, how your thoughts and your mind affect every cell in your body and affect your health. But also, what do I do about that? So in here, there are 10 tools you can use anytime, anywhere to begin to release those programs. Like you're going to just stop the record playing those records. You're going to put on a new record of the wholeness and health channel, of the health and wealth channel. These signals register very differently in the body. What we've seen scientifically is that can not only change the transmission where we decrease inflammation, we decrease stress hormones, but also physical initiation of repair and resolution of disease. So changes in the gut wall lining, 
uh, ability to absorb nutrients better, increase in IgA levels, which is one of the main components that makes us resilient to viruses and infections, um, anti-aging, where we actually shift the genetics and repair the DNA. So signs of aging can in fact reverse. It is quite fascinating. It's why I've dedicated my entire career and practice of medicine to this way of approaching the body. So that's the first thing is like, it's not in your head. It's actually enmeshed throughout every aspect of your body, all throughout your gut, all throughout your health, sending signals everywhere. Other piece of that is it's not conscious. So when someone says it's all in your head and you feel insulted, like, ah, what have I done? You're not consciously doing any of this and they're not even your thoughts. In fact, the programming most of us download comes in the genetics. I've mentioned it before, that we've done mice studies to look at how fear programs and certain genetic patterning for stress, for inflammation and dis-ease gets patterned in the DNA. And so they had these mice where they would subject them to the smell of cherry blossoms and then give them a stress shock. It hurt, it increased their cortisol, it increased their stress hormones. And it also had them not want to eat, not behave the same way. They were much more irritable um, and, uh, you know, develop major changes in their behavior. But the interesting thing they saw, you know, we understand conditioning that those mice would then be subject to that smell alone and it would initiate the same stress chemistry and the same brain changes and behavior. The fascinating thing is that the progeny of those mice, you know, the next generation and the next generation, several generations down, would keep that same pattern, meaning they'd never in their lifetime been exposed to that stressor or that traumatic event. But with the smell of cherry blossoms, their system too would go into that same stress, dis-ease, discord signal, and they would generate the same inflammation in the body. So this tells us that whether it's like your grandparents living through a depression or someone having been violently attacked or someone having gone through a really big hardship or betrayal is why generations later we think, I don't know why I have so many problems with money. I don't want to spend money even though I feel really inspired about this or geez, I can't seem to make money no matter how hard I try. We get the download. We have that genetic program. And it's not just your conscious thoughts. You may have no conscious awareness of any of this, but you find like, yeah, I am always sort of like tight. Things are always really um, down to the wire with my money or with my relationships, or I, I never have enough energy and I'm always sick. These are genetic, sociologic, psychologic memory trauma patterns that get passed down. The good news is they can be changed. The buck stops here. In fact, right now, we are an entire generation and one generation shifting that collective consciousness of lack and fear, trauma, drama for the whole collective. You feel it in your body. Many of us are awakening. We are sensitive. We're becoming more conscious. Maybe we're empathic and we feel other people's emotions. Uh, maybe you have other kinds of uh, extrasensory perceptions 
uh, remote viewing, telepathic communication. This is no longer uncommon, right? Like, oh, I just had a feeling you were going to call or oh, I just know my kid needs me or mm, I just feel it in my gut. This is not the right choice for me. So we're tuning into that and beginning to operate that way. The thing we really need then is what are the tools to help clear this? We feel the trauma in our system. We're living it over and over and not okay with it. How do I transmute that? How do I clear that from my DNA so I'm not passing it forward to further generations? How do I clear that from my own nervous system and nerve patterning, my immune system, my endocrine system, so that I don't continue this? And so that's the main thing we want to talk about here and the main thing I'm sharing with the Embracing Health program, when we work with people live um, with the Mind Body Toolkit, if you just want to start with the book um, or any of the work that we're doing here to bring you some tools to become more clear and functional. So you're in health. You're not meant to live with disease. And so it's not in your head and it's not even conscious and it's not even yours, but these patterns are in your system and you will feel the repercussions of them or live the circumstance that they're creating. KR said, I just downloaded the audio version of your book. I already have the ebook, but I want to listen to it now. That is awesome. You're going to love it. Uh, Keith, oh, this is so great. The inside effects, how the body heals itself is launching June 24th. So Keith Leone is an amazing producer who has just put together a documentary called The In Side Effects, which is about how the body heals itself. And there are amazing, amazing speakers in there. I am in there as a speaker sharing about my body medicine. So we will definitely be sharing the link to invite people to um, uh, receive that because they're going to be launching that documentary very soon. Thanks, Keith. Jenny said, wow, that explains a lot with the generational stuff. Yeah, so is it in the DNA? Is it in my lineage? Where it's just like habitual patterns that this is what you do. My mom had this funny joke. Uh, it's it's a story of the woman who um, moved into her house. She's newly married and she goes to cook the turkey at Thanksgiving. And she takes the turkey, slices it in, in half, puts it in two pans, brings it in to roast it. And she does this every year. And her husband finally asks, how come every year you slice the turkey in half? put it in two separate pans and throw it in the oven. And she says, I don't know. That's the way my mother always did it. And she calls her mother and says, hey, mom, how come you always slice the turkey in half, put it in two pans, stick it in the oven and roast it? Why not just cook it whole? And the mother says, I don't know. That's the way my mother always did it. And they call the grandmother and the grandmother sits there and says, oh, because my oven was really, really small. So sometimes we're still operating as if we're in that small little space. Meanwhile, we have the possibility to do it in a much more expansive way. The turkey example is just a metaphor, but it is true for the way we maybe haven't questioned the patterns, the behaviors, and the limitations we think we're living in to begin to see, wait a minute, I have a giant size oven. I can do it any way I want. And we have access to things that maybe our old mindset literally did not see or comprehend. So it's time to expand. 
Um, so Patty says, what if we changed our beliefs consciously, but the subconscious is still in the program? So let's jump in because what happens is the body is going to play out the programs, whether we're conscious of them or not. So do I want to become conscious of them? Because once I start seeing and feeling what's actually in there with greater awareness, it can be really intense. The essential component is breath. Whatever is there, I breathe in, I breathe out. I feel what I feel. I see what I see. I breathe in, I breathe out. It's okay to notice. When we're in equanimity, all right, the willingness to embrace what is and let it be as it is, just be in the pause, right? Because your breath is going to transmute it. We can let this stuff come up and be more willing to look. When we're in judgment or fear, we don't want to look at anything because it triggers the heck out of us and we're holding this contracted space and maybe hardly breathing in that fight or flight. And so this is where we suppress everything. And most people are in that state. No, I'm fine. Everything's okay. I'm not carrying any unconscious patterns. And you could feel it, right? The tension in their body, the limitation they're living, that they're working around the clock. You know, you see their habits and behaviors, uh, but they're not consciously aware of it. So they may not be ready for that shift. For you, how do you get more ready? Drop in. You've got to begin to feel what you feel, to be aware of what you're aware of and see what you see in order for you to really see, whoa, the detriment this is causing in my life. I could be using the whole oven. Uh, I'm going to give a better metaphor because you have the baby elephants and they're in this little pen and they keep that you know wire around the edge and the elephant eventually learns, oh, I can't get over the wire. I can't break the wire. I've got to just live within this space. And they actually program it in their mind how big the space is, and they don't even go beyond it. Well, now they grow up and they're a big, strong elephant. They could easily just walk right over that wire or you know, break it, but because it's patterned in the nervous system, they don't ever question. So what if you, like that little elephant, had the capacity and the full-out invitation to roam the world and be free, but because of the nervous system patterning, you know, you don't even see that as a possibility. So the conclusion, well, but I have to stay in this space, but I have to stay in this job, but I can't do that or I won't make money, but I need to do it this way because blah, blah, blah. How many wires are in place in your nervous system arrangement that are keeping you living in that smallness and in that um, inflamed, tight, contracted state? That's why they say the elephants have such a great memories because that nervous system patterning is so strong. And so the most essential component is get into the body. When we're living from the neck up, this is just very nice information. Or it's like, I don't even get what she's talking about kind of information, right? When we drop in, we feel and sense what's here. It's a whole different game. So begin by slowing your breathing, physically softening, and relaxing your body. Just a subtle change can create a massive change in what's happening in your body. So as soon as you go from repression, maybe there's anger, maybe there's fear, 
who knows what's in your system, um, subconscious stuff uh, to awareness, right? Even that 2% shift, like, wow, I'm feeling and sensing something more. You're going to feel those emotions. You're going to hear those thoughts and beliefs where you were previously completely oblivious. So if you pick a challenge in your life and you can type this in, whether it's a physical health challenge, a money challenge, a relationship challenge, a, a home, I really want to move, but I can't challenge or fill in the blank. What is getting your attention now? This is the opportunity. It is the door through which you can enter to become more conscious and release the subconscious patterns. So what comes up, and I'm going to look, because the subconscious can become conscious. You may not see the patterns of like, oh, I always have to work really hard to make money. Money doesn't grow on trees. You shouldn't be selfish and invest in yourself that way, etc but you'll live the repercussions of it. Like, oh, I really wish I could do that. Oh, no, 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 I can't do that. Or, oh, it'd be so nice to have more ease and flow and money or just do work I really love that's meaningful. Oh, no, 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 that's not for people like me. I've got to keep my nose to the grindstone. So if you look at the challenge that's coming up, it will point you back to these subconscious beliefs. And then in the work we do, especially with embracing health, we bring you in to feel them. You drop in, you sense, you feel. For anyone who's had the Instant Elevation program, it is a series of um, you know deeper and deeper steps to get into the body and get into your power and begin to activate that change in your subconscious. You do become aware and you do drop into exactly where those patterns are and make the subconscious conscious, and more importantly, shift it. You don't always have to be conscious of all the nuggets that are playing out in the system, the records in the background, in order to change them. Um, so I'm going to put the link for those of you starting with this work or ready to come into um, the Embracing Health program, but you want to start something right away to sort of like get you moving in that direction. The Instant Elevation Program is a great place to start or um, the book if that feels more aligned for you uh, because you're going to go much deeper into how do I drop into my body and feel and sense what's here? I'm totally numb. And how do I actually make those shifts? Where do I breathe? How do I breathe? Where do I bring my attention? In truth, the only two things we have jurisdiction over are what we do with our body and where we put our attention. Sorry about that. That was inadvertent. <laughs> what we do with our body and where we put our attention. Everything else is a delusion. We actually don't have control over anything. We can choose what to do with our body and where we put our attention. And so in the Embracing Health, when I bring you through that year integration, you learn to master this because in psychoneuroimmunology, we see our entire physiology is playing to the orchestra of those core beliefs. Our entire physiology is playing to the orchestration of those core beliefs. So whether we are living health or we are in disease, whether we are in wealth or we are in lack, whether we are in joy or we are in struggle, 
is determined primarily and most powerfully by these core beliefs, by these core messages. And they are physical. So it's not all in your head. It will affect your joints. It will affect your digestion. It will affect your lymphatics, right? If you get frequent colds and congestion and always all oh, allergies, uh, it will affect your pain. So if you've got that tension in your body, energy's not moving through fluidly, it's going to contract. That energy gets stuck in the body and you live with chronic pain, fibromyalgia, or a pain syndrome. Virtually every major chronic illness that most people are suffering from, right? And right now, fascinating point in history, more people are suffering from chronic illness than have health with no ailments. What? That's not our natural state. That's not how we're meant to live. And this can be shifted. And this is the most powerful vantage point I have found as a physician who studied for decades to really move this, the most powerful leverage point to impact the health. So yes, we can do physical things like changing the diet and nutrition is really important, right? Like, am I eating the healthy, organic, whole foods or am I eating the processed foods that are you know, treated and maybe lots of toxins in them? That's gonna affect your health. What's more powerful than that? Your thoughts, your inner self, your inner game, your inner chemistry, your inner workings of these programs. And so this is where I focused um, most of my attention. And it is that easy. So then what comes up? Is it like, wait a minute, I don't understand that. Um, we want to actually get out of the head where there's skepticism, protection, superiority. I'm in the mind. I need to understand it first. And we actually just begin to let something in. When we do the work in the Embracing Health courses where I work with people live throughout the year, it's an integration. Your cells are already listening. You don't have to do anything. You show up, you listen, you breathe, you drink lots of fluids and hydration, and your body does the work of rebalancing your health. And so what does your body need to receive that will let you let that in? Soften your shoulders. Take a slow breath. As soon as you let those barriers of protection, which are energetic, dissolve, you can let a lot more in. Um, what else do we have? Cytokine stream, creating inflammation in my body, creating autoimmune. Why my body is in chronic anxiety. That was what was true for me. And back in medical school, I was all day focusing on learning about, paying attention to pathology and disease. Here are the disease processes and our cells are listening. So for such a powerful empathic person, my body manifested cellular disease. My labs changed. My joints were degenerating. I was in severe pain almost every day. So yes, it is the cytokine storm that's happening and creating that autoimmune, which is against the self. It's like those records playing in the background in the subconscious are against the self, right? What is the self? The self, capital S, true self, you're meant to live in flow. You're meant to receive all the air you could ever need to breathe and be able to exhale and release all the air you're done with 
just like in your body, to eat the beautiful nurturing food that's been created in the world by the universe and let it nurture your body and to let your body release and dump all of the excess toxins and waste that aren't needed and to be in a harmonic with the world to be nurtured. These programs prevent that from happening. How many people have an eating disorder? They can't take it in. They can't let themselves nurture. And this is usually unconscious. They're not realizing, oh, I secretly hate myself. I don't deserve to live. But the cells are. And so they'll little be, literally be anorexic. They can't eat. They don't want to eat. They feel horrible when they eat. So they'll stop eating. And you could try to therapize that all day. Just eat, do this, do that. Let's talk about it. But if you don't shift the root of that programming, the cells can't change. You can change the diet all day long and omit these 25 foods. But if you don't shift the programming, you're just going to be on that hamster wheel of trying, trying, trying to heal your body. Mm, Tammy, the realization of the mind-body connection initially put me into a more fearful state because I felt I had to think correctly to heal and I felt powerless with the mind. Yeah, that happens really often. So what we intend can override what those programs are doing. But the number one main point to have that be powerful is we have to get our personal power back. We can use an intention, but if we have no personal power, the programs are more powerful. And this is why even in the um, instant elevation, those tools I bring you through, and especially what we do in the Embracing Health year-long integration are designed primarily, first and foremost, to get your power back. If that's all you do, all the rest will follow. But we bring you through the integration of how do we let that power now take hold in the body in a different way, send different signals, let the body heal itself and unwind disease. So this is really where the, um, the process is, um, comes in. Oh, good. And Keith Leon is sharing for us the link. Um, so definitely send this to my team, Keith, because we'll share about this. The inside effects.com. So this is where you can go to view the documentary that I'm a part of that's coming out in a couple months here, um, where he's profiling this kind of work. How does the body heal itself? How are our thoughts affecting our body? What are the inside effects that lead to healing? So you can go to theinsideeffects.com. Mystic, how much of some of this creation into illness and sickness is also a part of past life energy that contributes to show up that we are unaware of. So it's an important um, way to look at it. Any of these energies, whether it's our lineage, our own other experiences in this linear timeline or others, uh, our genetics, uh, our own traumas also in this lifetime or in others will play out in the body. That's because you bring in the collective thoughts, 
beliefs, experiences, traumas that haven't been complete. I've seen this many, many, many times, and we actually go into this in the Embracing Health work. One of the major components of that are these audio group call recordings we've done where we've processed that out of the system and the fear of death and the fear of being alive and the fear of traumatic things that have happened. But do you need to be in reaction to them now in this moment? Can you complete them? When you complete them, they leave the mind, you know, the, the cellular signals, the messaging signals, and they're no longer part of your experience. So that's really the power of this transmutation. Do you allow that to resolve? You can complete it right here, right now. You don't have to go back to that past life, try to figure out what year was it? Was I a man or a woman? How old was I? What exactly happened? That's fine, but that isn't required. What you can do is call up what's here now. What am I feeling and sensing? And even the generality of it. You could feel like, oh, what is this money problem? What is this persistent health problem? And approach it with curiosity in a way that lets all of the energy of whatever dimension that came from be right here, right now to be breathed. It's my job to breathe it. It's not that I created it. It's not my fault. It's not my responsibility. I'm not responsible for the illness, but I am responsible for the health. Hmm. I've definitely had this. This is definitely how conversations with my mother used to go. Hmm. So I don't know specifically what I was saying that you're responding to, but yes, had some of those beliefs. Is there a way to know if you're holding onto a problem stuck pattern or a re or really embracing it and allowing it to be more in awareness and ready to release? Yes. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? When you're really open and ready to embrace what's there, which is what initiates the transmutation, the dissolution of that energy back to light, everything is photons of light. Everything is energy. And so it can show up in a dense, clustery arrangement of like my relationship problems, but everything is pure light. It's just consciousness. And so how do I let that rearrange itself. So tune into how do I feel about this problem? Does it still feel clustery? Do you feel that like quenched down in your solar plexus when you think of it? That means there's still more energy there to be breathed. So welcome that. Do the work. Um, and again, the tools are in the uh, instant elevation program for more of like a quickie DIY version you can do on your own. And those of you who are in the Embracing Health group, the Mind Body Mastery program has really profound tools in there. Um, the program is starting in about a month. We're going to open it up in a few weeks. Um, but you can get on the waiting list to be alerted as soon as we open the doors for Embracing Health, which is our live program where we guide you through this. It's at drkimd.com forward slash health. Um, and we'll make sure to, you'll be on the email list to get the first alert. I've heard of this with epigenetics and dogs and breeding as well. Yes, it's really cool because in dog breeding, it's like a major, major industry and they want to pay attention to have the healthiest 
dogs, the healthy, stress-free, resilient, what are the genetics? And if you know that parent has been through a major trauma or come through a line of trauma, it's probably not going to be this prize show dog. They're probably going to carry that trauma and they can carry serious behavioral problems, digestive problems um, as well, and be not a very reliable dog. Nothing against dogs. It is not true that they can't heal. There are many amazing healers who work on dogs. I'm just talking about what they're seeing in the breeding industry, which is sort of a different um, priority of standard and what they're looking at. But yes, you can see in the genetic lineage that even if that dog never had a day of trauma in their whole life, they can still carry these patterns because it's handed down in the, in the energy. Um, health and finances. So those are some major challenges. In fact, we did the broadcast a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no, it was one week ago with uh, Jay Griff um, about what has uh, consciousness got to do with health and finances and addressed a lot of how this ties into and plays out in your money. And that was an amazing conversation that um, you definitely would benefit from listening to. And it's on the list in YouTube of Mind Body TV episodes or in Facebook in the mind-body community, uh, mostly money, physical health, hormonal imbalance. Yes, so our hormones are part of that endocrine system. They're part of this transmission. It's intricately, intimately linked. When we're in these spun-out fight-or-flight stress patterns that are subconsciously playing over and over and over, it will always affect our hormones. Now, as we go through life, you know, the records have only been playing 10 years or 20 years. Now they've been playing 25 years, 35 years, 50 years. That You will always eventually begin to see deterioration and decline, degeneration in the physical body, hormone imbalance, gut disturbance, inflammation, joint degeneration. These are not natural parts of aging. These are not normal. It's just we are living in such an abnorm, in such a contraction of like, let me keep my nose to the guiding stone because I have to keep working and not in our nature because our nature has a lot more in store for us than what the programming allows us to see. So when you enter a group like the Embracing Health program and you take a journey to become more conscious and free, it doesn't just impact your health. It impacts your health. It impacts your finances. It impacts your relationships. We had someone tell us last week, my um, husband started totally behaving differently and loving me, cherishing me, doing the dishes, doing things like, without my even having to ask. I was in a more seamless space that allowed that allowed me to receive that from my partner. We had these amazing um, feedback response forms from people who are completing the Embracing Health program right now who shared the changes in their relationship, in their money, not only in their health. So sometimes that health challenge is just pointing you to what wants to be unwound in this programming. And rather than being a curse, it can be a gift because it is, as I said before, the access point through which we become aware of all of this and can shift it. I am filled with, <laughs> I don't know what that is, fear, worry, poop. Sometimes there's a lot to be breathed. 
If I become a hero, heroes die lonely and sacrifice. I saw some really traumatizing movies when I was around 10 or 11, also going through some physical trauma at the time. Yes, yeah, so that will be the same. Well, it will impact our physiology. In fact, Leonardo DiCaprio, it shows this really well because when he played the aviator, um, it, it, it was a movie, must have been... I don't know if it was 20 years ago now, he played Howard Hughes, who had a severe mental imbalance, OCD. He was very um, disturbed and his serotonin levels were imbalanced and altered. Okay, so Leo DiCaprio goes and acts it for months and months, getting into the character, portraying this, and I think he won an award for it. Um, and he developed a serotonin imbalance. It was six months before he re-equilibrated and stopped having severe OCD symptoms, right? What you focus on is what you create. So it does affect your hormones and it does affect your brain, even if you're just pretending. So the mind does not know the difference between the real and the imagined. You're either watching the trauma horror movie or you're actually living a trauma experience. It goes into your cellular. And so this whole idea of, is your mind making you sick? It's not in your head. These are involuntary. The immune system makes its own pattern. The nervous system makes its own pattern. These are not your conscious choice and they're not in your conscious control until you make a new choice, until you ground into the body and bring awareness, until you, you know, we say you've got to feel it to heal it, actually feel the emotions, right? Because emotion is energy in motion. When you drop in and sense, it's right there. It's not hiding. You're just escaping from it. It's right here. And you feel those emotions. When you do this and breathe, they move. They literally dissolve out of your system and you're no longer in that pattern. Afraid that I can't protect my kids or those that I care about. Yeah, in this programming, there's a lot of fear. There's like, you could make a million different things to fear, to worry about, to clinch down around, to fight for, and all of this keeps us in limitation. Stuck in my progress with drumming. That's a great um, one to bring up because I also um, play an instrument and sing and I'm in a band. And when I've done a lot of healing work, my singing is so much better. I'll be like, what did I do? My singing's amazing. Did I do a lot of vocal exercises? It's because I'm in a higher frequency that comes through in the voice. Um, and that will come through in your instrument and your creativity. So whether you're an entrepreneur creating a business or you're a healer and you want to actually make a great living um, supporting your lifestyle while contributing to others, Shifting the consciousness is the essential key before major change can really happen. It definitely affected my thyroid and digestion and nervous system. Yes, yeah, so you could show up with like 20 different diseases. You've got Hashimoto's and you've got blah, 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 autoimmune disease and you've got ulcerative colitis and you've got cancer and you've got, and they can name like 50 things. But is it actually just one thing? creating the inflammation that has all those different systems in overwhelm and disease. And the answer I found is an absolute yes. The inflammation in the immune system that leads to cancer, the inflammation in the digestive system that leads to Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis can be reversed and released. This has already been shown. This is not just one person saying this. There are volumes of spontaneous resolution of disease or even gradual resolution of disease previously thought to be life-ending. So, hmm, 
how does that happen? And how could we recreate that? That's the question I begin to ask. Most doctors aren't exactly functioning from that space. They have um, got more into a linearity of how they see things. And even though research has shown otherwise, it isn't something they can easily receive. So it gets discounted. So you have someone like Anita Morjani, who wrote the book, Dying to Be Me, have literally a spontaneous resolution within 12 hours of very severe, you know, life ending stage four lymphoma where she's on hospice, died in the hospital. They told the family it's over. She passed on, had a conversation with her deceased father that shifted her consciousness forever. She said, I'd never realized I was living in fear in every moment of my life. And when I crossed over through that near death experience, which was actually a death experience, I released that fear. I was given the opportunity to come back and she came back and she had awareness of all the conversations that happened in other rooms in, you know, down the hall with her doctors and her brother. She had the awareness that her brother was flying over from Korea and what he was thinking about on the way over on the flight. Well, the one dying in the hospital couldn't have known any of those things, but we enter expanded awareness when we release the confines of the identity. And so it was easier for her to have that massive shift in consciousness when she released the confines of the identity through that death experience, fear was gone. There wasn't a single cell of cancer in her body that they could detect the next day. And they dug and they dug and then they said, well, we need to get more lymph nodes because something's wrong here. They got more lymph nodes, no cancer cells. This was a body, a body that was flagrant stage four cancer, multi-organ failure and shutdown because of the stage four cancer. And after that death experience came back in a different consciousness and shared, you know, she's written books to share. <laughs> How did my body become cancer free? So that's a shift that I think is interesting, interesting to learn more about. Not only, well, that was spontaneous, so we don't understand how it happened. Let's focus on what we do understand. No, let's explore that so we can have more of awareness of how to recreate that in a reliable and consistent way. That is exactly what we've done with the Embracing Health program. And I've been walking people through this journey. It's a year long journey, but you can get results right up front in the month. In fact, a lot of people immediately upon registering will tell me, whoa, I felt something so profound um, just upon making that choice. So it is a really deep journey into that shift in consciousness. You're going to release everything about who you think you are that's not serving you. You're going to embrace the truth of the power that's really within you and activate that for your benefit. And so these are things that are the future of medicine, conscious medicine. When we have a conscious medical system, we can live free from disease. And so that is my intention as a physician. That is my mission as a human being. And I'm so grateful to share this with you for your thyroid, for your kidneys, for your liver, for your lungs, for your immune system, for all of it. Uh, the name of the book is Dying to Be Me. Um, I have it somewhere on the shelf. And uh, Anita Morjani is pretty amazing sharing that message. I can feel the fear coming up 
that it could only be one thing that caused it. How could it only be one thing? How could I have missed it? I'm breathing and releasing that now. And so rather than be in the mind, like, what's the thing? What's the thing? Is it this bug? Is it that germ? Is it this one time when I did this thing? What if it's a way of seeing the world and yourself? Because that old construct of seeing yourself as separate, that's enough to keep you in fight or flight for a lifetime. You're not separate. You're resourced. You're connected. So even 1% shift into greater connection with that source within you can literally shift a lifetime of trauma. I love you guys so much. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, it was elephants. <laughs> I'm an elephant. <laughs> yep, we all have that. And, and every day, like, I've just decided to be in an expansive, curious process every day because we're never a finished product. Even Anita Morjani will tell you like she's in, still in a process of expansion, greater and greater expansion and awareness. So we can be in life in an expansion process instead of living contracted, trying to protect ourselves from what we think is a threat. I love you guys. Um, is it also available to do home study for anxiety and pain since I deal with these issues or will this be covered in embracing health? Yes. In embracing health, it's all encompassing. So what we put in the mind-body solution for anxiety and the mind-body solution for chronic fatigue and chronic illness, uh, that is included in what we are integrating in embracing health. We do it in a different way. So it's a, it's a very deeper integrative process we bring you through in the work together. Um, but you are integrating all of those same benefits that we do through different processes in the home study courses. Uh, this feels so hope-filled and open. Thank you for sharing this, Heidi. I can choose to feel what is there and allow it to free me. Blessings, you guys. Oh, thanks for the love from the Netherlands, Anita. All right. Yes. So, yes, we heal our subconscious by bringing the awareness in every moment to what we see and what we feel. And you can go deeper and deeper. You don't need to go it alone. <laughs> if it feels inspiring to have assistance, we have amazing mentors, Alicia and Jess, many of you know, who are part of the team in Embracing Health, where we guide you through this process. And there's a lot of love and nurturance there. Um, so we'll be doing a, uh, we'll be opening the doors for that in about a week. You can get on the waiting list for that. So you're the first to be invited in. If you'd like, it's at Dr. Kim D. Dot com forward slash health. And I would um, absolutely love for you to be a part of that and receive that. I'll be here every week on Mind Body TV in the Mind Body community and Facebook, as well as my YouTube channel, Dr. Kim Duramo. Be sure to like this, share it, subscribe to the channel if this resonates with your heart because you will continue to receive more as well as spread this message through your world. I love you and I look forward to seeing you soon. Have a wonderful day and breathe your body. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.